Welcome to the Jocoso Radio Show! Welcome to the Jocoso Show! We are back, baby! What do we have here? March, March, April 6th. 2023, just came back from Texas. You know, I wanted to check it out, right? I'm in New York, and New York City is such a terrible shithole of a place. Let's just be honest with each other. You walk around, piss on the floor, drug addicts, homeless people, people smoking weed all the time. I like smoking weed. I don't mind the the weed smoke, but it just brings a different element when you're out trying to have a good time and that's all you're doing is smelling, you know, marijuana. And again, people shooting up and you're like, you know, I want to get out of this place. So we go and decide to check out Texas, right? First stop is Dallas. And we get there and right away you start to see the transformation, in my opinion, of what America, what's happening to America because In my opinion, the LGBTQ community has done a complete takeover. And it's been night and day from how fast that this has happened. And of course, in my opinion, I blame TikTok and I blame China because you don't see this type of stuff happening in China. And it's not even the gays at all. Gay people, I don't have any type of negativity towards at all. It's the transgenders because to me, that is some type of mental disorder. If you're a girl and you're trying to be a guy and the next thing you know, I know that you're a girl and you have a beard, I think there's something wrong. If you're a guy and I know that you're a guy and you have a beard and you are chopping off your balls, I think there's something wrong. And right off the bat, you know, I'm in the middle of America here. I'm in Texas and you see and I'm talking Dallas, and you you could start to see, and it's not crazy. Dallas was clean. The city, you know, the uptown part of Dallas is clean. Downtown, terrible, terrible, homeless. You could see the drug addicts. You could see the people. This, you know, the you're just not going to be safe on the street. And it was very reminiscent of New York City. Then we went to Fort Worth. I saw a rodeo. I mean, you see real cowboys there. I'd never seen a rodeo before in my life. It was one of the best times I've ever had. I loved every single thing about it. And then we decided to go to Austin because that's where, you know, we really wanted to go, especially for the show, especially for if I'm going to go there and maybe even practice law. I just wanted to, I I, want to check out Austin. What is this all about, right? And it is 10 times worse than New York City. The streets downtown Austin on 6th Street is a complete, utter mess. It's an embarrassment of what's going on there. I cannot believe that that city allows that many drug addicts, that many homeless people. And I I, got to tell you, the amount of transgenders is rampant. All right. I, I just don't know what has happened to America. 20, 25 years ago, never seen anything like this. 15 years ago, probably nothing like this. Now, all of a sudden, I can't tell you how many girls are trying to be guys and how many guys are dressed up as girls. It's it's crazy. And you could see them trying to grow the beard and a little hair is growing, a little mustache. Why? Why, if you are a girl, why would you ever, ever in God's creation want facial hair? I don't understand it. I, I really, I, I just don't get it. And then why in God's creation, and I say God's creation, no pun intended. If you're a guy, would you not want your dick? I love my dick. I love it. I cherish it. It is the crown jewel of all jewels. Everything revolves around that. 
Is it okay? Is it safe? Is it clean? Gotta groom it. Gotta do whatever. I love playing with it. I like. I love everything about my dick. The last thing that you are allowed to chop off on my body is my dick. Nah, maybe not. My legs. I don't want my legs chopped off. I don't want to walk around with no legs. We're kidding over in a wheelchair. Then it could be, you know, disastrous. I guess being a eunuch is better than being in a wheelchair. Let's just be honest with each other. My arms too. All right, fifth, fifth thing. But let's put it this way: I'm negotiating. I am not. I want my arms too. I am not allowing anybody chopping off my dick, and it's not happening voluntarily. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. So when I see all of this going on here, I don't understand it. I just don't. And it's all over. And again, like I said, Austin. Then we went to the University of Texas. And that is a complete dump. And again, same thing. The amount of people, and I don't even understand this look. It's almost as if girls don't want to look pretty anymore. And guys don't want to be masculine. And it's almost like a switch. The guys are trying to be feminine. And the girls are trying to be masculine and I, I don't know what is going on. And if I had to do a deep dive and my life depended on it, I would say that this is social media. These people are depressed. These people do not like themselves. And they find this safe space with other people being ridiculously crazy online, on TikTok, on Reels, whatever it may be. And they go for it. And then they have this little community that is just growing and growing and growing. You know, it's almost as if they're trying to make men feel bad about being masculine and females, they're just totally excluding out. I mean, it wasn't so long ago that you had this Me Too movement and all, you know, women had to have equality and equal rights. And now if there's any gender that is being pushed aside, it's females. It's, you know, straight females are a thing of the past. Pretty females dressing up as a, as a girl. All of these girls that are not even being transgender dress up as boys. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Couldn't wait to get out of there. It's one of the few times that I've ever gone somewhere and I said, I cannot wait to be home to this shithole in New York. Couldn't believe it. And, and that's the way it is. And I could just imagine. Now, that's Texas. All right? We're talking Austin. We're talking Dallas. Not so much Fort Worth. There's some cowboy stuff going on over there, and, and that's about it. And they ain't messing around. You got either people in cowboy boots and girls dressed up as girls and cowgirl outfits, and that's the way it is. And that's the way I like it. And again, it has nothing to do with race. It just has to do with Girls want to be girls, and guys want to be guys. I don't know. I don't know what the end game is here. But it is increasing. And if you thought you were going to Texas and you weren't going to see that, because you go to New York City, and it is all over that, all over the city. And I thought maybe going to Texas, the Lone Star State, that it would be different. I'm going to tell you right now, Austin, downtown Austin, may as well be Chelsea, New York City. And I think it's and and I think it's even worse. And the city is disgusting. You have homeless people throwing up and then sleeping there. I couldn't tell you every single block in downtown Austin, there was homeless people all over the street shooting up drugs, following us into stores. I was like, what is going on here? You don't feel safe. At all. Garbage. So as I'm away, though, what am I missing? What, what's going on, right? Let's get into this a little bit here. Donald Trump gets indicted. But before we get into that, right, because in my opinion, this has changed the dynamic of America. Now, what I was just talking about has changed the dynamic of America. But when you have a president of the United States gets indicted just for political reasons, it has changed the whole landscape. The game has now changed dramatically. 
But here's the thing. Here's, here's the problem with all of this. And this is what I mean when I say problem. Democrats, all right, for two and a half years when Donald Trump was president, all you heard, that's all you heard, was how Donald Trump is an agent of Russia. And how Donald Trump is colluding with Vladimir Putin, with Russia, and he's an illegitimate president. We had to hear that. Could enjoy. The people that actually voted for Donald Trump, you could not enjoy one minute of him being the president. He was constantly under attack, constantly being told the American public, and they were lying to us. See, the Democrats, they, they, play, they play a real good game. All right, if this was a sport, they are primo team, a dynasty. They got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, all right? Barry Sanders may as well be running the ball. Aaron Judge playing in the outfield, hitting bombs. And why do I make these type of analyses? Because they are winning. They play a game of chess and Republicans are playing twister, trying to find their leg and tail and ass. And they can't do it. They have no balls. Republicans have no balls at all. They don't arrest. They don't go after. All they do is whine like children. The Republican Party needs to be turned over on its face. And it needs to be wiped out and a new breed of Republicans. People that are not, not scared that when Democrats break the law that they will arrest them and they will go to jail. But we don't have that right now. We have the complete opposite. Democrats. Now, again, back to 2016. All you did was hear lie after lie. And when I mean that the Democrats are playing a great game, they own Hollywood. Right. So now think about this for a second. So they own Hollywood and you have a propaganda machine that is constantly affecting our youth, affecting our society because people go to the movies. People are watching movies. People are watching commercials. Don't don't forget Hollywood is about commercials, too. Right. And you have the two main hubs of movies. You have New York with commercials and movies and Broadway plays, right? Entertainment and California, Hollywood, commercials, agents, whatever it may be. Two of the biggest democratic states that we have. It's the two hubs of, you know, California, I think is the fifth largest economy in the world, let alone the biggest economy in the United States. And then you have the United, and then you have New York, which is probably number two, both will be Democratic states for who knows how long. And things will not change. And then you have the Democrats' big tech, which is the biggest election interference that we've ever seen, other than what we're seeing right now and what we've seen in 2016. And I'll show you, and we'll get into it. All right. And that's what Donald Trump in 2016 was being accused of by Hillary Clinton, election interference, colluding with Russia. And we heard it time and time again. Listen to this here. This is Rachel Maddow, who was number two at the time to, to well, not number two, maybe number two at the time to Tucker Carlson on cable news. But this is the cream of the crop. This is a female reporter that wants to look like a man and is on TV and lying through her teeth about Russiagate. Here, watch. The Kremlin offered dirt to the Trump campaign. The president's campaign said yes to that offer. That's no longer an open question. All that stuff has now been proven and admitted to. Adam Schiff, the top Democrat in the House Intelligence Committee today, using his time today, using his opening statement today to walk through, ding, 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 point by point, what we've already learned in black and white, in written correspondence, in public statements, and in freaking court filings about all the times the Trump campaign was offered help by Russia to influence our election, and all the times the Trump campaign said, yes, please. Those were all lies, and there was never repercussions with that. There was never an apology. There was never MSNBC coming out and said, we got this wrong. Rachel Maddow never came back on TV and said, I got this wrong. Again, propaganda. 
And who was guilty of it more than anything? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton committed treason. Not only that, you talk about election interference when you pay someone to have a phony dossier and then you leak it, right, fake. And then you give it to the FBI who then uses the FISA warrants illegally to obtain search warrants and then start arresting people, again, arresting Republicans like General Flynn, like Paul Manafort, like Roger Stone. And now here we are, the creme de la creme, Donald Trump. But again, you see those lies there and you see how big of a deal it is. You listen to it now and you're like, that was all lies. But think about how many people believed it. Think about how many people watched that in America and said, Donald Trump is treasonous. Donald Trump is colluding with a communist state. And then you had what? You had all of the alphabet agencies. You had them coming on, saying the same thing. You had James Comey lying, setting up General Flynn. And again, Donald Trump could not rest. I feel bad for Donald Trump. Forget about that I want him to be president. Think about the amount of chaos that this man has in his life day after day after day with them constantly attacking him. And why are they doing it? That's the question. Why? Because he's not a part of the establishment. He doesn't want politicians to make millions of dollars in stock trades when they know before everybody else does. He doesn't want China to get rich. He doesn't want illegal aliens coming across the border and suffocating the middle class. No, what he wants, and that's why his mantra, and that's why his slogan is, is, is the best, make America great again. America first. That's it. That's it. You know, did you ever notice that when you see these Democrats, when they are protesting out on the streets, do you ever see them holding American flags? Do you ever see them waving American flags? Do you ever see them in red, white, and blue? No, if anything, you see them burning American flags. They hate America, the Democrats. They hate it. And that's why you're seeing this change. This isn't by accident. This is by design. The influx at the border, design. Defund the police, design. Shutting down the economy during COVID, design. Arresting Republicans, design. The LGBT community. See, the biggest change in America happened during the Obama administration when the Supreme Court came down and said two men can marry each other or two people of the same sex can have a legal bond and be married. And then once that happened, the floodgates came out. That's what changed America right there. And it has been downhill ever since. Again, I have nothing about, nothing negative about gay people. You want to be with another guy, go do it. But it's now gone to an extreme with the drag shows and now grooming children. And America has changed forever. And why do we still have TikTok in America. Why? Why are we allowing it? Why when you go on TikTok in China, it's a completely different TikTok. But in America, we'll have, you'll able to see Black Lives Matter burning down cities. You'll have people that will have gender reformation. They'll, they'll you, you know, gender surgery. And they'll allow to show all of that. But if you have somebody like me that comes on and says, I don't think that that's right, my show gets taken off the, off the channel. I'll get a strike. I'll get suspended. TikTok is a joke. And now what you start seeing, right? Now what you're starting to see is really scary. And that is the alliance that China, Iran, North Korea, Russia, Brazil, they're all starting to form and they're not using the U.S. dollar anymore. What they're using is their own currency. And <coughs> excuse me, once that happens then the money that you're holding on to right now is going to be inefficient. It's going to be worth nothing. And that's how 
economies. That's how countries go from top of the class to third world countries. Now, again, we were talking about there we had Rachel Maddow, but it wasn't just her talking about election interference because that's right now, right? That's what we're dealing with right now with Donald Trump. It's election interference. That's exactly what's going on here. That's why they want this man down. They don't want him to be president. This is the biggest interference ever. But here's the thing. See, what Democrats tried to do in 2016 was blame him and use another way of getting him out. But now they control everything and they don't give a shit. They'll they'll break the law right in front of our eyes. They will be hypocrites because nobody's going to do anything and nobody's going to stand up to them. I mean, again, watch. This is Nancy Pelosi during Russiagate. Watch this. Listen to this. And it's all lies. Okay? I don't know if you recall this, but watch. Uh, This week, we saw cold, hard evidence of the Trump campaign, indeed the Trump family, eagerly intending to collude, possibly, with Russia, a hostile foreign power, to influence American elections. In the month... I mean, I have to stop it. I can't even watch it because it's unbearable. And it was every day for two and a half years until Mueller came out and said it was all lies. And again, it was Nancy Pelosi, Rachel Maddow. Here, you had Adam Schiff. But we do know this. The Russians offered help. The campaign accepted help. The Russians gave help. And the president made full use of that help. And that is pretty damning, uh, whether it is proof beyond a reasonable doubt of conspiracy or not. Can you agree that there has been no evidence of collusion coordination or conspiracy that has been presented thus far between the Trump campaign and Russia? Uh, No, I don't agree with that at all. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, Actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I I can tell you that the case is more than that, uh, and I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now. So, um, again, I think... So you have seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial. All lies. That is a man on the House Intelligence Committee at the time lying to the American public right to their face. You have Robert Mueller, who was spent $40 million, was on that case as special prosecutor for almost two years and came back with no collusion, no anything. But yet, you have Adam Schiff right there lying to us. This is America. You turn on the TV, you can't believe anything you hear anymore. You saw what happened with COVID. You, we, and, and with all of these drug companies, And Big Pharma lying to us. This is the United States of America. This is the crown jewel of all countries. And it's getting murdered day by day. A slow death. Knife in the back by these Democrats. They hate America. They absolutely hate it. Again, here's Eric Swalwell. Okay? Right on TV. Lying to the American public, flat out saying that Donald Trump is a Russian agent. Really think about that for a second here. That means the Kremlin had to sign him up and he said, I don't love this country. I want to be a part of Russia. Do you know how asinine that actually is? Do you know how crazy of such a statement actually is to say such a thing? But yet, here is someone again who was in bed with a Chinese spy, got caught, and still Nancy Pelosi kept him on the House Intelligence Committee. Listen to what he's talking about here. Again, this is back in 2017, 2018. He has pulled us out of Syria. He has tried to take us uh, out of NATO. uh, And he's easing sanctions against someone who's involved in the Mueller investigation, Oleg Deripaska. You're a member of judiciary. Do you believe the president right now has been an agent of the Russians? Yes, I I think there's more evidence than he is. Yes, and I, I think all the arrows point in that direction, and I haven't seen a single piece of evidence that he's not. An agent like in the 1940s where he had people who were reds, to use an old term, like that. In other words, working for a foreign power. He's working on behalf of the Russians, yeah. Really think about that now, okay? Think about how asinine that man sounds, how ridiculous that is. An agent of Russia that actually, that Donald Trump signed up with the Kremlin 
and going against America. A man that n loves this country. A man that is, his slogan is, make America great again. And then keep America great again. A man that ripped up agreements with NAFTA and the Paris Accord. Why? Because America was getting raped with monetary funds. Paying for everything. And he said, not anymore. It's not going to happen. A man that tried to close the border to save America's middle class. But yet, but yet, here are the Democrats, and this is what they have done. They said straight out, we're going to try to frame this man. It didn't work. And now, in 2023, we're not going to try to frame him. We, the Democratic Party, will commit the biggest election interference that this country has ever seen. We're going to do it right in front of your eyes. We're going to have prosecutors that are paid for by George Soros, Democratic prosecutors, who were only, only going into office just to convict Donald Trump. And if you want the proof, it's right here. Listen to Alvin Bragg. Bragg about get me elected and I will prosecute Donald Trump here things uh, leading into this vote for the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. I know a lot of people are wondering, uh, whoever has this job, are they going to convict Donald Trump? Look, that 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 is uh, the number one issue. I'm the candidate in the race who has the experience with, with Donald Trump. I was the chief deputy in the attorney general's office. We sued the Trump administration over 100 times. Uh, for the Muslim travel ban, for family separation at the border, for shenanigans with the census. Uh, so I know how to, to litigate uh, with him. That right there, talking about that and then actually doing it when he gets elected is the biggest election interference that we've ever seen. What we're witnessing right now, an American president, and then you're talking about an embarrassment, had to have this man come in here. Get arraigned. And here's the thing. This is why what I'm saying is the Democrats control everything. It's a Democratic judge. You think this man here in Manhattan can get a fair trial? The only reason why New York is constantly a blue state is because of that city right there, New York City. That city votes blue. The rest, Long Island, upstate New York, Rochester. Votes red. But because there's over 9 million people right there suffocating each other right in New York City, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, those boroughs right there make up such a large amount of the population of New York, it'll never go red. And they hate Donald Trump. You think that man's going to get a fair trial? And then you find out that the judge who arraigned him and who's overseeing this case, his daughter worked for the Biden-Kamala Harris campaign. I mean, come on. I mean, what are we talking about here? This case, it has to go to like Staten Island. Put it into Staten Island. And then let's see what happens. But now, this is what I want to explain to you, okay? You have Alvin Bragg. He comes out. Listen to what he says about these charges, all right? Just And let's just dissect it here, all right? Talking about how Manhattan and New York and Alvin Bragg himself will not normalize felonious crimes. Watch. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York State, no matter who you are. We cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. See, this is why you can't take any of this serious anymore. Because this is a prosecutor that reduces 50% of the felonies down to misdemeanors. But yet with Donald Trump, he does the complete opposite. He takes misdemeanors, manufactures them, tries to, and put them into felonies. 
And here he is explaining the charges. Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claimed to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies and they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records. One of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named Stormy Daniels. Less than two weeks before the presidential election, Michael Cohen wired $130,000 to Stormy Daniels' lawyer. That payment was the hide damaging information from the voting public. So in a nutshell, what Alvin Bragg is saying is that there was election interference by Donald Trump by issuing that money and hiding it from the American public, right? And he committed fraud. To convict a criminal, you have to have beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, the defense, they just have to, for a jury, just have reasonable doubt. Just put reasonable doubt into your mind. Okay? So the theory that Alvin Bragg is saying is that he intentionally tried to defraud voters. Right? And that's why he was hiding that, that money. And that's why he was building shell corporations or or Michael Cohen was paying. I'm going to play something for you right now. This is Michael Cohen in 2019 when he testified in front of Congress. I want you to listen to this really quick because you just heard what Alvin Bragg said. Now, remember, to commit a crime, there has to be intent. And the intent that Alvin Bragg is saying was to defraud voters. Right? And their main witness is Michael Cohen. Listen to what Michael Cohen says in 2019. He asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair and to lie about it to his wife, which I did. And lying to the first lady is one of my biggest regrets because she is a kind, good person. And I respect her greatly. And she did not deserve that. Think about this for a second now. He paid off Stormy Daniels to hide it from his wife. That's the main witness. How are you now going to change the narrative of the intent to defraud voters when Michael Cohen, your main witness right there, told you what Donald Trump's intentions were? And that was to hide it from Melania Trump. It's over. That's it right there. Forget about the statute of limitations and all that other stuff that comes into play. That's it right there. That ruins. And I haven't seen it on TV by anybody saying it. I'm surprised. I'm shocked that people are not playing that. But that's your star witness. That's the intent. He just said the intent was to hide it from his wife. Not to defraud anybody. To hide it from his wife. You had two lawyers, Michael Cohen and Stormy Daniels' lawyer, entering into a contract on behalf of their clients, a legitimate contract, an NDA, which Stormy Daniels have broke. That's a civil matter, the end of story. But again, talking about election interference, this is it. And the Democrats are doing it right in front of our faces. And they don't care what you think. Here's another thing, too. The Democrats, of course, doesn't want to give up power, but they know if they lose that White House, everything that they've now been building, everything that they've had, if they allow Donald Trump to get into that office, they're going to be crushed. He's going to wipe out the FBI. He's going to clean house at the CIA. He's going to clean house with the military. He's going to fire all those generals. And here's the other thing, and this is why I don't think, because they play dirty, the Democrats, and there's no ramifications, there's no accountability at all. They do not want to give up that military, because the military is power. See, that's why they want to confiscate guns in America. Why? What group of people, <clears throat> you have three classes, elites, middle class, and poor. Who out of those three groups of classes have the most guns? It's the middle class. They want to wipe out the middle class. 
They want to do that by allowing these people to come through the border, illegal aliens. They wipe out they, the inflation. People can't pay anything. And if they can take the guns away, then they can control the population. The only control they have right now is that military. And once they lose control over that military, that's it. And they don't want to ever give it up. Ever. You know, we keep hearing about election interference. What about the election interference about when they were censoring the Hunter Biden laptop? The media. The social media outlets like Twitter, like Facebook, like Google. That's election interference as well. But you know what? Nobody, there's no accountability. Why? The Democrats do it. Hillary Clinton destroyed emails with bleach bit. No accountability. Hillary Clinton paid for a phony steel dossier. Doesn't matter. All she had to do was pay a fine on her tax returns, saying that it was for something other than what it was. Just a fine. Donald Trump, he gets a 34-count indictment, which is all ridiculous, 34 counts. Just one. Stop with the nonsense. Stop. But this is the America that we now live in. And here's John Bolton, all right? Trump's former advisor, hates Donald Trump on CNN. This is what he says about the indictment. Uh, we're joined now uh, by former ambassador and Trump national security advisor, uh, John Bolton. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, two quick questions for you. One, big picture, what do you think of the indictment? Well, speaking as someone who very strongly does not want Donald Trump to get the Republican presidential nomination, I'm extraordinarily distressed by this document. I think this is even weaker than I feared it would be. Uh, and I, I think uh, it's, it's easily subject to being dismissed or a, a, a quick acquittal for Trump. A quick acquittal for Donald Trump. Again, I, I don't hear it. Too many people talking about it is the intent. You have the star witness who was on, who spoke in Congress under oath saying that Donald Trump's intent was to hide it from his wife. And yet you have a rogue prosecutor in Alvin Bragg trying to do a new theory saying that he was trying to defraud voters. Or defraud, you know, or have election interference. Meanwhile, he is the one who's the main culprit of election interference. And then here's another thing, too, that I've noticed. Here was New York Mayor Adams, right? Before Donald Trump gets arraigned, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene of the House of Representatives, Republican, is going to come in and protest, peacefully protest in New York City. Listen to the hypocrisy by Mayor Adams before she comes. While there may be some rabble-rousers, Thinking about coming to our city tomorrow, a message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. Your city is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. We are the safest large city in America because we respect the rule of law in New York City. And although we have no specific threats, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is known to spread mis misinformation and hate speech. Uh, she stated she's coming to town. While you're in town, be on your best behavior. As always, we will not allow violence or vandalism of any kind. And if one is caught participating in any act of violence, they will be arrested and held accountable. The hypocrisy. Every single line of that statement. What about Black Lives Matter when they ruin the cities? When they're protesting, when they burn down buildings, they ruin businesses. You don't say anything. There's no accountability then. What about the criminals that are running rampant with no cash bail that you're just allowing to get out? New York City is a complete dump. I love that, that city. It's my city. I love going there every weekend, just going. Going into Central Park, going all to all the restaurants. Can't even do it anymore because it's a dump. Drug addicts everywhere, homeless everywhere, crime rampant. You don't feel safe in the subways. And this man has the audacity to call out Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's, it's amazing. 
But this is what the Democrats do. They play a great game. Tight. Tight-knit game. They're all in unison. Republicans? Not even close. Mitch McConnell? See you later. Gone. All of these rogue Republicans, these rhino Republicans who hate America. And then here's Donald Trump talking about the indictment after he gets in, after he gets the arraignment, goes back to Mar-a-Lago, and this is what he says. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York, <laughs> who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. He want to get President Trump at any cost. And this, before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. And again, Donald Trump has a long, tough road ahead. And it's not just because of this criminal indictment that happened with Alvin Bragg, the prosecutor of Manhattan. Because they're going to come out gunning. And they're not going to stop. I keep hearing, too, that they want Donald Trump to run. They're out of their minds. You're going to see people come out in droves for Donald Trump. And if he does win, and without any election interference from the left, from social media, from big tech, from whatever it may be, it's going to be a sight to see. But right now, for, I don't have any confidence at all in it. I don't care. I don't have any confidence. I don't have any confidence in this government. I think we're, gonna, we're headed for world war. Bad war. The worst that we've ever seen. You have an alliance that are happening right now in China and Russia and Iran and North Korea and now with Argentine, um, Brazil, with Saudi Arabia. It's not good. It is not good. And they, they don't have critical race theory in their army units. And that's what they're worrying about. They are trained killers. That's what kind of army they have. And now we're going, and now you have Kevin McCarthy going to Taiwan. And we're going to show our allegiance to Taiwan. We have no money. We're broke. We spend it all over into Ukraine. And then who's making, who's benefiting more than anybody from that is BlackRock. BlackRock, who is a thief in the night. BlackRock is the company that is going to now rebuild Ukraine. And they also are heavily invested in all of the military, the weapons that get sent there. So they're just a cash cow. But do you see why? You see how that happens? And that's why you have politicians on the take and they love what's going on in Ukraine because of the money. It's a money haven. It's a cash cow, Ukraine. And now you're going to have more things happening and you're going to allow Ukraine to get into NATO and Russia is not going to play. We're talking about countries that have nuclear weapons, not Iran, not Iraq or Iran that we could just go in there or Afghanistan and just go in there at will. No, that's not how it's going to work. That's why you haven't seen the United States do a land mass of people, of, of, of soldiers going on the ground into Russia. Say no, don't push them too far. You're poking the bear a little too much. But again, this country's changed forever, ever. I'm going to show you why. Watch it. This is a news reporter. Her name is Barbara Bassett from WBLT, right? Watch this. I'm just going to play the clip, then we'll come back and talk about it. Come up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Huh. Huh, she says. <laughs> so one guy talks about Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg tattoo. She knows that Snoop Dogg's one of his catchy phrases, for shizzle, my nizzle. She says it on air, gets fired for saying for shizzle my nizzle because she's white and you're not allowed to say that. That's only black talk. White people can't talk black. Did you also notice that Eric Adams, the mayor, had two black people right next to him? Where's the equity? Did you notice that Eric Adams is the mayor 
of the biggest city in this country? He's black. Did you notice that the district attorney of the biggest city in this country is black? Did you know that the attorney general of the biggest city in this country or what, the second biggest financial, well, the biggest financially state in this country, Letitia James, black vice president, black. But black people are oppressed in this country. No, they're not. That's just a dog whistle. That's all that is. This country is done. Done. But why? Why can't anyone say to Eric Adams, why don't you have a couple of people, white people standing next to you? Why do you have the two black people? You always have black people everywhere. Same thing with Alvin Bragg. They surround themselves with their kind, with blacks all over the place. But if it's a white person that does that, you're a racist. Equity, inclusion, destroying this country, destroying it. And nobody says anything. Right? So there you have a news reporter. It says, fascism, my nizzle, she's fired. You think if a black reporter said that, she'd be fired? No. No, because we're judging everything by the color of the skin. You could listen to rap and say all you want, fascism, my nizzle, and have it on the radio all day long. You have her say it? Gone. Done. Then she had to come out with an apology. Fired. You know what we have? There's too many people bending the knee. That's what's going on in America. Too many real hardcore Americans are bending the knee to the Democratic Party. And that's why we're suffering. Do not bend the knee. Here, look at this. You want to see the most, I'm going to show you, this is how ridiculous this country is with this whole transgender movement. You want to see the most ridiculous thing that you've ever, I've never seen the most ridiculous thing, but yet, this is the new thing that's happening now. And this person will be protected. Not saying that he has any mental disorder. No. No. He's a trans age. Not transgender. Trans age human being. And he's going to be protected. He's not going to be told to go to a mental institution where he should be. No. It's going to be revered. Here, watch. Babies can't drink coffee. I have my juice. Yay, Hedy Manny is on. It's my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> I like coloring because it's just relaxing to color stuff in and you don't really have to follow the rules because you can color it whatever you want. An adult baby is somebody who enjoys dressing up and acting like a baby. And it could be as young as, you know, you wanna be a six month old or you can go up to two or three years old. It's whatever that feels right for you. I associate most with being two years old because I think it's the best of both worlds. You're young enough to still be able to use a crib and a bottle and diapers and all that stuff, but you're also still old enough that you can get around on your own and talk and tell people what you want. You ever see anything like that in your life? Ooh, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. You allow this type of ridiculous behavior. This is what you get. A grown male now, a trans-aged phenomenon that he identifies as a two-year-old baby in a crib with a bib and a burpee and a bottle. Oh, by the way, also wears a diaper. That's right, watch. For me, getting into a, being an adult baby is kind of a complicated subject. I got into it for two reasons. The first was because I started wetting the bed when I was 13, and the diapers were a way to keep it dry. But I also- I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. It's wetting the bed, and the diapers keep them dry. This is what we're watching. This is what we're doing here now. This is America. Welcome to America. Clown show. A circus. This is a circus. You think that? And, and, and then here. Here. This is, and, and this is what happened. Corporate America found a way to make more money. 
found a way. See, when you have these activists and you have these new things, the transgenders, the LGBT community, Black Lives Matter, it's a way for companies to make and generate more money. It's like a holiday. It's a created holiday for them now. And what are they doing? Watch this. This is Dylan Mulvaney. He's a male. Cock and balls all the way. He decides that now he's a female. And again, this is an indictment to real females. They should be outraged about men like this doing this. Men competing in women's sports. What have we done to this country? Honestly. But here, Dylan Mulvaney is now a spokesman for Nike. can't do it. Did you see that? It's a guy wearing a sports bra, spandex, bare feet, dancing around Nike women. And Nike paid him to dress like a female, like a girl, and dance around like a clown. And he's getting paid to do it. And lying to everybody, saying he's a female now. So then it's Nike. So Nike went from Michael Jordan to a guy dressing up in female clothes, acting like a girl. That's what they are now. And then, and I'm so pissed because I got Nike galore sneakers. My whole closet's filled with Nike. But now you got Bud Light comes into play. Watch. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light. Can't, can't do it. It's insanity. Insanity. That people are watching this, and then if you go on this person's TikTok... This is what I'm talking about. And this is why China and this is what they love this. You look so pretty, Dylan. You look beautiful. You're a guy. You're a man. You look like a clown what you're doing. That's what's going on here. People need to stop bending the knee and step up and start calling what really is going on here. Nonsense. Nonsense. You want to see the best commercial ever? You want to see the best video of 2023, maybe the best video I've seen on the internet, and I can't even tell you, maybe 10 years. This one right here. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. It's the best. It's the best. All right, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. Kid Rock, I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you for that. April 6th, if you get a chance, go over to our YouTube page, share it. Rumble, we're on Rumble. Share that as well. Also, we're on streaming on all audio devices, Apple Podcasts. If you can, write a review on there. Subscribe as well. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Helps out the show. And with that being said, April 6th, in the books. <laughs> I'm out. Peace.